Welcome to the Arrest All Mimics podcast with your host Ben Talent. Hello and welcome to Arrest All Mimics. My name is Ben Talent. This is the Original Thinking and the Creative Innovation podcast. Hello everyone. How's everyone doing? I hope you're all good. Um, the weather today is second-hand work desks and onken pots as paint tubs. Yes. This is the new style for the weather. Um, as I mentioned last episode, I got sick of talking about it, so I'm just going to get a bit surreal with it. So I hope you all can deal with that. <laughs> it's good fun. It's something different, which is what today's show is all about. We're going to get to that in a minute. I've got a total um, total twist for this week's episode, and I hope you're all going to love it as much as I did. Um, but first of all, I'm going to get on to my sponsors. Um, lovely, lovely sponsors keeping this show afloat, keeping it free every week for you guys. Um, Illustration Limited, founding sponsor. These guys helped me get it off the ground. Director Harry Lyon-Smith was the man who suggested that um, the fact that I was quite a social person and I like chatting to other creative people in this industry might be tailored to doing something like this. So I've got him to thank for the initial idea and the initial support, which they're still giving me every month, which is brilliant. Um, so go over and check out the website, illustrationweb.com. It's brilliant. It's getting better. They've just changed it so that the layout on the portfolios is different. It's kind of three across now. I definitely feel, I feel that it's more dynamic and, um, you know, there's less scrolling down and there's more um, of a nice over, you know, overriding feel to the portfolios, which is what we need. Anyone who's got a website is going to know that, of course. So go and check that out, illustrationweb.com. They're uh, increasingly more prominent on social media. They're on all channels, the usual Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They're everywhere. Uh, and they're a great agency. They're, you know, they're doing a lot of cool work to protect the industry. They work closely with the AOI. They've always been very supportive of any angle that I've got for this show. Uh, and especially when it comes to things like protecting illustrators. Um, still planning a bit of an episode around the whole Tuesday Basson thing and, uh, you know, the kind of theft of intellectual property by the bigger brands. Looking into doing that, it's going to take a little time, but going to get there with it soon. Um, Heart Internet, next sponsor, came on board. Um, they're brilliant. Uh, I met Nick Leach at the Dot London Awards last year, and he's a fantastic guy. He's very passionate about everything SEO, everything online. He was there right at the advent of it all before the dot-com boom, right throughout all that period. So um, so he's really up on all this stuff and he's going to be coming on the show actually quite soon to talk about um, what makes for good content, a great website, what makes for effective social media and all these things that we need to exist as um, creative professionals online. So that's a fascinating chat, some really good points, some great laughs in the, in that episode uh, based around you know people's kind of autonomous self-obsession that you get on social media and why that can only go so far. So keep listening, keep your ear to the ground for that one, that's coming up. And from those guys over at Heart, who you can find at heartinternet.co.uk, uh, today's tip, and it's about uh, just a little bit pointer on um, Facebook marketing, which is something I've just started to do with the show to try and broaden uh, awareness of it. And it's all about uh, making the use of existing fans. So, you know, me, for example, um, I've got the Facebook page, Ben Talent Illustration. Go and check that out. It's facebook.com forward slash ben.talent. And I've just started to use the targeting feature on there. And one of the useful things, which has also been flagged up by Nick Leach from Heart Internet, is that you can target the friends of existing fans. So there's a tool when you're setting your audience for a, for a sponsored promotion to choose to, to go after the people who 
You know, for example, they've probably seen these guys who are already fans of your work shouting about what you're doing if you're doing it effectively. So they're already kind of softened up, so to speak. They're already quite receptive to you, to what you're doing. So um, so go after them. There's a feature there. You can target the people who like your page and their friends. So it's just broadening uh, and, and doing it quite organically with people who are already interested rather than force-feeding it and trying to ram it down someone's throat. So thanks to Heart Internet for that. That's heartinternet.co.uk. Go and check them out. They're awesome. Uh, they do a lot of great posts, you know, like top five tips for SEO, marketing, all that stuff. It's really, really good stuff and done in a really cool, informal way. So for idiots like me who can't quite understand the techie stuff, <laughs> which is great. So go and check them out. Brilliant. Top guys uh, loving their support of the show. And last but not least, printed.com. Uh, every every week I bring you a printed, cool, just, you know, like a cool printed story, essentially, um, just to get across the, the importance of, of printed material in what we do in the creative industries. These guys came on board last but certainly not least, and they really look after the show, which I mentioned recently, doing great work, really getting behind the creative industries, featuring people on the blog, um, and at the core of it all, just offering damn good prints, so over 90 different products, a range of finishes, sizes, uh, cool, quirky, you know, pull-out brochures. As I mentioned last week, Emma Block, who was one of uh, Lil Live Illustration London Collective, who we had on the show, uh, she got her very own wedding materials done by Printed.com, and we all know how seriously people take their own weddings, so let that be um, an endorsement for them. But actually, I thought I'd tell a cool story today. I got um, some posts the other week, and... Possibly even my favourite job to date, my dream client was World Wrestling Entertainment. I'm a huge wrestling geek, for anyone who knows my work, knows me, they probably know that because I don't shut up about it. But I grew up in the late 80s with the likes of Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, Randy Savage, all these larger-than-life um, cartoon-esque characters on the TV kind of beating each other up in spandex. And I thought that one day I might grow out of that, but I never did. And um, it kind of segues into today's guest because... I'm bringing you a 10-year-old freelancer. Yeah, I just thought I'd give you a second to digest that. 10-year-old freelancer. You heard it right. Um, Liam Gall is a friend of my friend Shane, who's a fantastic web developer. Um, and we're going to get into that in more depth in a moment. But Liam started drawing when he saw that I designed a, um, a John Cena poster for... Well, wrestling entertainment. So, for anyone who doesn't know who John Cena is, he's essentially this era's Hulk Hogan. This era's The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's this, you know, he's the face. Uh, they call him the face that runs the place on the WWE television, and he's the top good guy. The kids love him. Liam absolutely adores him. And I took Liam to watch um, wrestling live with Shane, his dad. Got some tickets through my work for the company, and it was just amazing to see his face light up when John Cena came out. So during a conversation uh, with you know with the, the meal we had before the event, um, <clears throat> I told Shane that I'd recently designed a, a poster of John Cena for WWE, and I think it blew his mind. I think he was eight years old at the time, maybe even seven. And you know, like when I think back to being seven years old, if I'd met someone who'd been doing illustrations of Hulk Hogan, I would have gone, you know, I would have lost it. That was. It's ridiculous. I mean, the idea that these guys are even real and to see them is is something else. But um, I recently did one of the, the reigning WWE champion, Dean Ambrose, and it was a huge, like, a one size poster, massive big fold-out thing. And I got my copy through the post and pulled it out. And it just gave me um, a wonderful buzz, like, to see this stuff. There was It was a mixture between kind of childhood dream stuff, but also on an aesthetic design level. I really loved the work that I did. 
you know, I took the photos of myself holding it for social media, all that stuff, really proud. And that's all about, you know, today's show about that youthful kind of innocence and getting into this industry. So printed.com can provide large-scale prints, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, any of the work you're proud of, go and get it done then. Don't want to swear, but they're awesome. <laughs> I swear enough, I know, but I'm trying to limit it. Uh, but they're brilliant, great printers, lovely people supporting the arts. Check them out, printed.com. So today's show, as I mentioned, Liam, I thought, would this work? The, the deal was I went for dinner with my friends back home recently. And Liam was sat opposite me on the table, and he's a he's a cute kid. He's way ahead of his years, um, very smart. He's one of those little old man kids who's way wiser than you ever remembered yourself being. And he told me that he'd been just drawing all the time ever since he'd seen this John Cena poster design that I'd done, which is a huge compliment to me, and it's a lovely feeling to know that that reaction, you know, you can get that from kids. But, but Liam starts telling these in-depth stories around the table about um, now that he's actually selling artworks at school, he's, he's drawing the likes of Disney characters, these cartoons, and selling them to classmates, and he's got a full business, believe that, he's got a full freelance business at 10 years old. This guy's selling these drawings that he'll go on to tell us for the likes of 20p and 50p, it's like pocket money prices, but he's got orders coming in every week and, and he's, as he'll tell us later he's gone on to introduce late fees this guy is he's got smarter business head than some illustrators i know and that's not a, a dig but it just shows you how advanced young people are now and how smart they are when they see what we're doing and they have access to that stuff through the internet so i thought Do you know what maybe that'd make a great show so i chatted to shane and i said look is it cool to if liam's up for it can i chat to him and he said do what you want yeah as long as he's interested um you know he might be a little shy but yeah, go for it. So I asked him, and a few weeks after this meal, we sat down to talk about what Liam's been doing at school, how the hell he's running a freelance business at 10 years old, and the mechanics of that. And brace yourself, because I think you're in for one of the sweetest interviews you're ever going to hear. There, That's honest opinion. Sweet kid, smartened up, really talented. So I'm going to take you to it, and he's going to tell us all about what he's been doing in the world of the creative industries at 10 years old. Yes, it's true. Have you been doing loads of drawing recently? Well, kind of, it's just, I haven't done any recently, because after we came off holiday, I just dumped all my stuff on my desk. Did you? Yeah, and just... <laughs> That's nice. It so starts I... from that one, that, they were my first ones that I drew. So we've got Pluto, we've got Donald Duck, we've got... Goofy, Tom. Look at these, they've got all of these. And then I've got my Mickey Mouse was my... Is Elsa friend. off Frozen? Yeah, she's, I tried doing it, but it was a bit small. It's all right. It, it got more detail. They all asked for my mum. She told me to put it in there. But... Nice. <laughs> how old are you, Liam? I forgot, I forgot how old you are. Uh, ten. Ten, nice. You've got to be the youngest illustrator out there. <laughs> so how long have you been drawing? Have, well, you been, have you been doing it for a couple of years now? I think so. I'm not sure. Um, it all started basically... It, we were in the middle of decorating his room and we had to move all his Xboxes and stuff out. Yeah. So I, I, I asked my dad for some paper and I were upstairs when my dad and mum were... Um, my dad were working down here and my mum were out at work. Yeah. So I did... Pluto was my first ever one that I did and I had... The pen that I normally write with at school. Oh yeah, there so we go. Blue I, line. I used it, and but at, at first, I thought I should have done pencil first, 
because if I mess it up, what shall I do? And then I just got some pens at the side of me and then drew it with my, with my tablet next to me. And then I just drew Pluto and Kieran said it looked really good and I said it, I thought it looked quite good and then I showed my dad. It does look good. I agree. He said that it was good. And then I did Goofy was the next one. And then, <laughs> so I struggled with his hat a bit. Um, it because like how thin it is, and then you've got to go out a bit. So I struggled with that, but it turned it turned out alright. Yeah, it looks good. Got, I think you've got it spot on. Um, I was pretty chuffed with his face and like it, how his nose and stuff yeah, came out. it's good. You've got the details perfect. Um, and then I did Donald Duck, which I think so far is my personal best. Let's have a look. Yeah, it's a good one. That I the. The bit where it's thick blue, I tried to do his arm so that you could see it was his arm because he's kind of got his arms behind him. Yeah. But um, I kind of couldn't get that to work, so I just kind of did the details of what you'd see in half of an arm. Yeah. And then, so then I just... And people can recognise that it was the arm. Yeah, yeah, you can tell now, I think, yeah. And then I did Mickey, which I, I wasn't that pleased about. Yeah. I think it, the black was kind of running out so I had to do it darker and then it yeah. kind of just smudged after nice. and I put it in the folder. So do you like Disney yourself then I'm guessing? Yeah, it, um, I, I do like Disney and but I started doing cartoons, like I start, I did a cartoon at first like because Pluto was my the cat, a cartoon character and he was the first one I drew so I thought I'll have a go at cartoons and then I'll gradually work my way up to like portraits and stuff. Yeah. So, I was thinking of. I was thinking of a cartoon character to draw, and I couldn't come up with one. And Kieran were watching TV, so and there was a Mickey advert on. So then I thought of the dog Pluto. Mm. So then I typed it in on my tablet and got a picture up and looked at it. And then when I finished, I came down and my dad said that I traced it. So then I showed my dad one. I did Goofy in front of my dad. Got your first critic. Yeah, and so my <laughs> and my dad were amazed by it. He didn't because he didn't believe it at first. Yeah. But even though that I copied it, like, because I've got a caricature upstairs when we went to Cyprus. So my dad said it. It, it amazes him that he can do it like that, and he said. That I, when I showed my dad, it amazed him as well. But um, because I was copying it, and he's not, he's doing it from his mind. Yeah. So he said, but I said, he said, my dad said, when I eventually get better at it, I'll be able to do it from my imagination as well. Oh, you will. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. I, st- I mean, I've been doing it for seven years now as a job, mm-hmm. and I still, I still can't do most things like straight from my mind. It's yeah. I always try and draw from reference, and that taught that people taught me that at college. Like to um, to look at you know study the thing that you're drawing and look at the details and all that and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think um, yeah. I don't think everyone can you know it's a, it's a difficult thing to do stuff from your mind but also you don't have to. This you know but it kind of just it's like because I do I like sports and art as well. So like when I'm I when if I draw something, my mind just triggers that I'm doing art and then it gives me an idea and then I draw it. Same with like writing. If 
like if my teacher says right you got to draw you've got to write about this i think about it and then i just got a brilliant idea yeah. and i just write about it and it's like it's i think it's weird but it tells so like i've got an imagination that just will tell me what to do so like with my pluto i was thinking of trying to do a background but i thought i better not i think if i just do the actual thing that'll stand out if it get if it goes right and it did and i'm kind of glad that i chose not to do a background it's good yeah well, that's the thing so it's like you're already making creative decisions there you know these yeah. are the things that like as designers and illustrators and anything else you have to think about all that stuff and it's like like you say you know that's good because when i were a kid a lot of the time i used to draw and i'd like you said i'd do that and i'd go and do all the background and all colorful and then i'd suddenly realize that the, the drawing that i liked in the first place were a bit lost amongst it all yeah. and it's like got to keep the focus so that's that's, that's really smart at first i was using felt pen as you can see i started at like the top of the dog and the side of his nose where it proper bright orange then when it comes down to like his feet there's not much orange there yeah so i, I thought i kind kind of go wrong with that but and then i got like a loads of felt pens and that have lots of orange in it so i use them bit by bit and yeah but it were all right when I were doing like my Tom, because like the back, like I was saying about the background, I was thinking, should I do like a scene from a Tom and Jerry where they're like running around and stuff and yeah, like Jerry behind him. But I, I don't think I'm kind of glad that I didn't do that as well. Yeah. Because I thought I'd have thought, well, it would like you said, the picture could get lost in it. And I was thinking, like, if, say, they're in a kitchen, you've got a lot of colours in a kitchen, and do all my co- will all my colours stay the same and not run out through it? Yeah. But I thought, if I do, like, a character and then gradually go along and, like, do, like, if I do, like, say I do an Elsa again... I could do like snowflakes, just like little snowflakes dotted about, and then that might like move it. And then, if when I get better and better colours and make it stand out more, I might do a proper background. Yeah, well, that's it, and you can start simple. I always I say this yeah. sometimes teaching universities, and I talk to people and I say, it doesn't have to be complicated. You could just only do the line bit, the line drawing, yeah. and you could do it really like colour, you know. So it's not it doesn't take away from the focus, but you could just add subtle little bits of detail. It doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. So last time we spoke, you were you were just starting to do uh, solis at school. Are you still doing that? Uh, well, yeah, it's. I've got some posters in my school bag that I forgot to hand out, um, and it's basically I I go around. I got a sheet of paper, and I go around every Monday and Thursday, and say, "Do you want Do you want one?" So then, if they ask, they'll tell me what I want what they want and then I write it down and then I'll go home and then draw it yeah. and then I'll bring it in either whenever it's finished or the next week. Yeah. But like like I said last time we spoke, um I was I would got nobody was like paying me for it cuz I talked to everyone and said are you willing to pay for it if I do if it if it's good. And then they say, they said yeah. But then uh, only a few people have paid me for it. So in my poster, I've kind of done it. 
I bullet pointed what I wanted to say, like people were asking me for dogs and guinea pigs and stuff, like proper real life. Mm. But I said I've got to do cartoons first. Um, so I've pointed that. And also I thought when we last talked, I, I told you that my idea of adding a short amount of money back on if it's not paid. And you said it was a good idea, but you said not to add too much. Yeah, just a little bit. I think just just to let people know. That's yeah. you know, it's, I have to and do that. I came up with something like ten p. It was. Yeah. And just said, and then I said, if I get if I get it paid earlier than I th- than a normal, because I've started doing, I've started saying like, yeah, it it should be about fifty uh, p or something. And then if because they know before I've finished it, if they give me the money before, yeah, then I I say. I'll say and I'll say to them next time you want one, I'll like do a ten percent discount off or something. Yeah, it's good that yeah, keep your loyal customers. Yeah. <laughs> and the people always happy with it and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I brought one in because someone asked for two, because they were proper. They like this. Um, they liked the games and stuff like they liked Pac-Man. So they asked me to draw a Pac-Man, and that were easy. And then they asked me to draw something like a cartoon centipede, and that was quite hard, but I did it eventually. Um, and then they said they were really happy with it, and they said it looks well, really good. And then people were saying like it's really good. How do you do it? Can you teach me? And I said, no, you can't really teach it. It's just it's hard. You just how I did it was I just draw drew something. And then it just looked good. Um, my friends were saying, "Can you teach me?" And I said, "It's not really something you can teach. You just it happens. It's just yeah, that's it. And also, you're still learning. You're still developing, aren't yeah. you? So you know, it's like maybe when you're older and you you kind of you're more confident and understand what you're doing more. Then you, you know, you might end up. You know, yeah. you might you might be able to sort of advise people. But I think everyone's got a natural style of drawing as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to to teach someone from the start if they don't already know how to do bits you know because at, at first before i actually started doing drawings like them i just i think the main reason why they weren't as good as they are now is because i were really messy and i want taking care with it yeah it was just like i need a straight line and i just do it really quick and then it looks scruffy and then whereas now i've got a desk yeah. so i sit at my desk and i just i do it really calmly and know that there's no point rushing. I've got plenty of time, and if I don't do it today, I could do it the next day. Yeah, I've got plenty of time. That's the good thing about having the week gap in it as well. Yeah, That's yeah. cool. So how do people know? Like, because I think um, how how do people know to like find you at school and stuff? So you do you tell them on your poster? Yeah, um, we've got like this table outside that I just no one really goes to it. So I thought I'll sit there, and then if people want it, I can. Do it. I can sit there and then I've got something to write on. Yeah. Because like last time I would try, I would go in round to people instead of them coming to me, and I was writing it. I was meant to write it. I was writing it like on my leg, and I kept putting <laughs> holes in the paper. Yeah. So. I thought if I just get a soft, uh, like hard surface or flat, and then just write down there, it'll yeah. be a lot easier. Yeah, easier makes sense. And that's your little office in school as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool and then so so do people like the disney stuff or do they ask for like yeah. you said 
like some girls in my class are really into Disney, so I thought if I start selling them at school, they've got they've got something like if they want a Disney poster, but it's and they can't get one anywhere, they could ask me and I'd draw it. Yeah. And then like, cause one girl in my class she asked for Olaf in Frozen, so I drew that for her and gave it to her, and apparently she's put it up in a bedroom. Nice, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Well, do you remember that? Um, do you remember that John Cena poster that uh, yeah. that I did? Yeah. I saw that on Monday Night Raw. Somebody had it in the crowd. I was like, oh, I can't believe it. I was like, that was amazing. So I know that feeling. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. So, so do you think you want to carry on doing it? Like, do you do you yeah. think yeah? Do you think you might want to do it for a job when you get older? Um. Well, yeah. Because I want to. When I'm older, I I don't really want to do drawing. But if what I want to do for a job, if that doesn't turn out, this that's kind of what I'm going to fall back on. Yeah. So plan B. Yeah, because really, what I want to do, it's a long shot, but I'm still going to try. But this, I don't really have to imply for a jo- apply for a job. Like, my dad's just set up his own website and gets people coming gradually. Um, and that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, Cause web like, developing. Yeah, because I thought, I was thinking, like, if, if I don't get the job that I want, I can, I've got people that... I can, because I've started selling them at school, so that they can, if if it's good, they go to their friends and tell them, and then it just, it's like Chinese whispers, and they just keep telling each other about it. Yeah. And then hopefully I'll get more customers and stuff. Yeah, word gets around, yeah. And you don't know anywhere, you you've, you know, no. it's like, you'll when you once you get into, like, secondary school and all that, like, you know, you'll start to learn what you enjoy, what you'd want to do and stuff. And, yeah. But you're obviously quite creative, aren't you? So mm. you'll, have, uh, you'll have plenty of options, which is cool. Uh, and do you think um, do you think you'll progress to doing like drawing wrestlers and stuff? I know you're into your wrestling. Yeah, hopefully. I've I've tried it three or four times. It it ain't turned out right, but I'm still trying. I and I I'm not gonna give up on that. It's, no, that's good. That's the spirit. But I, I'm thinking if if it actually turns out right, I'd be able to do what you do sometimes. And if people are into wrestling or like football and they want Messi or Neymar, then I just I could draw that instead yeah. of saying sorry I can't draw that. Yeah, that's it. I'd that's be able the thing. To say, yeah, sure. Yeah, you have to practice, don't you, and learn how yeah. to do it. You know, sometimes uh, I sometimes I still get that. Sometimes I'll get like a job offer and it, they'll want a certain style that's not quite mine and it's a bit complex and it's like oh, it feels frustrating when I've got to say that I can't do it. But then I think, well, if I want to do it, I've got to go away and learn and work yeah. hard at it and you know get there. But um, like the Elsa, she was kind of a person, and I did. I tried to do my favorite wrestler, John Cena. So it, I, I kind of tried. To, I tried to do it, and it turned out like Elsa small, because kind of when I'm doing my cartoon drawings, I think big. Then yeah. when I'm doing my like proper people and stuff, it, it goes prop really small. Yeah. And. With Elsa's face, I couldn't find. I couldn't find a like a skin toned colour. So what I thought of doing, because like a uh, dress that she's wearing, it's blue felt pen, but I didn't have like, I I did a red crayon, um and like just did it lightly. Yeah, that's and what it, I used to it do. It turned out all right. Yeah, that's what but I used to then do it. I thought, will it 
will it look alright? Because you can't really do that with a felt pen, can you? No, you can't it get the tones, can you? Yeah. yeah, it's a pencil. You apply different different strength. And, and then I've, when I was doing it, I thought it's not going to look right good. And then at the end, when I did it, it was like, well, yeah. And, it, and then I did it. I did it with a Mickey as well, his face, and I, I was thinking the same thing, like, is it going to work? And it did. Yeah. I think it's just... It depends how hard you press on your on your like pencil. Yeah. And your your whatever your colour in. in. Yeah, that's it. Because like if if I did if I did it really light on the face to make it look like proper skin colour, and then went and did felt pen really hard, it wouldn't really look good. No, that's so it. So then I was thinking ahead, like, how am I going to colour it in? Because when I've drawn it, I sit there and think what I'm going to do. So I just sit there and then think about how I'm going to get the tones right, like in the skin. And then I thought, well, if I do it like a red and then do it slow and then do it like so it's not hard, then I'll have to do the rest of it so it blends in so it looks like natural. Yeah, yeah, it's good and it works. You can tell it looks really good. <coughs> Accurate skin tones. Are your mum and dad impressed with your with your skills? Yeah. Yeah, they support you. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and what about your teachers? Do they do they do they, do they yeah. know about your business and stuff? They... Yeah, they like it. Um, it were all my teachers' idea, really. Really. Because that's cool. I came up to her and like we were we were doing something like to get to know each other when yeah. we first moved into Year Five. And I brought, I brought in, like a little book like this. We're in my the wrestling folder, so I had a few drawings in there, and we all went up individually. And then, as teacher gave us comments and stuff, yeah. and my teacher said the really accurate drawings, Liam. Did you? How do you do that? So I said, I just get a pen and just draw it. And look at a uh, look at the picture. So she says, "Well, in the future, I hope you look to getting selling them and stuff." And then that's what gave me the idea to sell them at school. Yeah, and well, then yeah, why wait around? Earlier, when it kind of left off, when people were asking me for stuff, and my te- I, I don't know how my teacher found out, but she came over and congratulated me about trying to sell them. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. It, is, it doesn't need congratulating. Some idiots like me have to go through university to do that. Mm. <laughs> it's brilliant. I love it. I think it's. I'm really impressed. I think it's. I think you've got some real skills. I thought I've got some. I've got friends at school, and if it's good, they'll go. They'll go to the parents and say, "Look what Liam's drawn me." Then their parents might say, "Or oh, um, my f- my son's friend or whatever has drawn this, and it looks really good." And then, like I said, it'll just pass on and then... That's it, yeah. Just... It's one of the best things you can do in any creative business. It's recommendations. If someone yeah. tells somebody they trust that something's good, they'll, you know, it, it kind of it, it makes things work Plus a lot you get, faster. You get, yeah, you get better rep, repetition, repetition. Yeah. And then, like, people will think, oh, he's really good. And even if there's someone better than me at drawing, which there probably is, like you, you're better than me. Um, people like might still come to me and say, "We do this because of." Of course, they will. Because, because they, they know yeah. you and trust you. Yeah. And because 
it's it's a de it's decent. I take my time, like because when I started doing it, loads of people asked me for it, and normally people would people that would do that if they had a lot of drawings to do, they just they just like rush it and yeah. then it won't look as good. Whereas I just take my time, no matter how many I've got to do them all. It took it all together. It it were about two days mm. to do them because I kind of halved it. Yeah. I had 14 drawings, so I did seven yeah. in, in one in one day and then seven in the other. Nice. So then I kind of had a break, so I wasn't sat there just drawing for ages. And people were saying that that's a, that's a good way to do it, so you get a break and you don't feel like you've got to sit there and yeah, do them all. Yeah, that's it, absolutely. Because then I would think if you sit there and you think you've got to do it oh yeah you might you might not like it as much yeah you get tired you yeah, you, you know just... you, you want to do something else it's best just to like say take a little break and come back yeah. fresh yeah that's that's pretty cool but um in one of the drawings someone asked me to do i got really stressed out with it and it, i bit i just i had a little break and then i came back to it so it kind of just cleared my mind yeah. And then I went back to it and kept kept trying, and then it turned out right. Yeah. And so do you? Do you know when you when you choose what to what to charge for your work? Is that do you price by like the time you're spending on it yeah. and stuff like that? Like, um, my friend asked for, um, Kylo Ren from the new Star Wars movie because he's a big Star Wars fan. So, and even though it's not cartoon, I were like, I'll give it a go. So that was the first ever actual person that I tried to draw and then change it into cartoon so I just did him a little smaller and it took me ages to do it so I thought I'd do it reasonably about a pound yeah and then so he gave me it the next day and he were really he were really proud and we were really happy with it yeah. yeah that's good so that's awesome Nice, that's good. You see, though, yeah, I like that. I like that you're not charging the same rate. Because I, you know, we do. I know loads of illustrators who have been in business who do this. They'll they'll be scared to ask for a bit more because yeah. they know they're going to spend longer on it because they don't want to lose their job or whatever. And then they'll get really annoyed because they have to spend longer and they sit there and then they get frustrated because they've not charged what it's worth. So I think it's good that you do that. But also, my brother asked for something simple like an Angry Bird, and all they had to do was a circle. Colour it in, show that there's a beak there, do some eyes, and that's it. So that that took me about a few minutes. So I only charged. I didn't really charge that because he's my brother. But yeah. my friend asked, like the Pac Man. That all I had to do was like a circle with like a pizza slice taken out of it. Yeah. And that were easy. So I did that at like. 10p, 20p. Yeah, that's like good that. though. Yeah, and I like that you're still charging though because it's like still it's um, all, all Effort, the, all, it? that's yeah. it. Yeah, there you go. You're on it. A bit to it. All the, you, you like you've, you know it's it's faster, but it's still a specialist skill. That's what you have to remember yeah. that not everyone can do that. So yeah. that's why it's you know same as your dad doing like web design. Not everyone can do it, but loads of people need it. So it's that's why you charge money I've, for it. I found the Pac-Man really easy, but someone will be will find that hard. Yeah. But like. My friend asked for a Pac-Man and he really liked it, so I, I did it, coloured it all in yellow and I was like, what should I do? And then I, I thought I should do a background, but I didn't. I did 
you know in the original Pac-Man game, mm. they swallow them things, don't they, the circles? Yeah. So cool. I did three or, three or four of them and just coloured them in black. Nice. Right, I do this for every guest at the end of the show, and I, I ask them, it's the section I have on it called the shark in the tank. I won't go into detail about why I call it that, but... Um, but basically, I ask them to name like a love and a hate, but like you know, like within within your work, within like yeah. creatively. So it's just like it doesn't have to be anything. It's totally up to you. There's something that you dislike about it or something that you like. Well, I like about it that it's some I, I like doing, and I'm not forced to do it. So if if I've come up with an idea, instead of losing that idea, I sit down, get a piece of paper, and draw it, and. Some people might say I'm crazy, but I like just drawing it. I like the way the pen moves, and I like I like the way that it turns out. It's just like even if I think it's bad, other people think it's good. And before I actually show anyone else, I come down, and the the first person I ask is my dad, and I say, "Dad, do you like this?" And he's always he's always got time, and he says. Yeah, it's good, or yeah, it's good, but you could do this. Mm. Um, and the thing I don't like about it is that if it goes, if I go wrong, then um, if I go wrong, I've got to kind of do it thicker, and then it it don't look as good. Um, but then again, if people keep telling me to do it in pencil. But then if I do it in pencil, I feel like when I'm colouring, I can't really see where the lines are, so I can't really see where to stop. So then I go out of the lines and it looks scruffy. But then, like, with his, his, on Pluto with his feet, that day went a bit wrong. But I, I had to do it darker, but I kind of try and make it look like it's... I tr- kind of try and make it look like it's part of the picture where it's meant to be darker. Yeah. Like, the bottom of his tongue, that went wrong. I tried to do, like, the oval bit, and it, it's it kind of... Instead of, like, an oval, it was, like, a square bottom. So I did it I did it over and over again. And then I thought, well, can I make it look like his tongue's wet instead of, like, dry? So then I thought, if I do all the outline and stuff, darker... Yeah, and it does. Yeah. yeah. And people say it looks more realistic if I do that. Yeah. And if they say that if, even though I go wrong, if I do it darker, it still makes it kind of stand out. And sometimes you can't really tell where you, where I've gone wrong. Yeah, well, that's it, yeah. Working with what you've got there. Perfect. I finished it and I forgot to do the back of his leg, like the heel bit. So I, I thought... I had no room to do it, so I just did it behind his front leg, and then, it, again, it didn't go, like, right, so I did it hard, I did it darker, and mm. then coloured it in, yeah. and it actually turned out better than I thought it would, because I was really negative about it. Yeah. But then, when I talked to you, you, you said, don't really be negative, always be positive, even if you don't think it's going to turn out right, and if if, if it doesn't look right... At least you'll think, well, you tried it. Well, that's it, yeah. And like, so like I said to you before, you can always do another one, can't you? Or, you know, yeah. like, sometimes that'll happen. So, yeah, I think that's got perfect. Well, I can't wait to see. Uh, can't wait to see what's coming next, Liam. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your time.
Good luck with it. It's all right. How sweet and scary is that all-in-one giant cocktail? Liam Gall, 10 years old, freelance, whatever you want to call him, cartoonist, illustrator, designer, he's just doing, he's just doing it. I talked to him last week and he's advancing into conceptual artworks now. This is crazy stuff. He's, I want to say way too young, but he's absolutely not because kids are just up and coming these days and they're on it. And it just, I hope that serves as a reminder not to freak you out, but to keep you on your toes as a freelancer. Late fees, advanced payments. He's totally on it. He's tackling the problems, solving problems like we all do as designers right from the off. So thanks to Liam for uh, taking the time to make that happen. And thanks to his parents actually for supporting him uh, in that in those ventures and not dissuading him and his teachers. I think it's absolutely awesome. And I think there should be more encouragement on that front. So, something a bit more fun today, and I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know your thoughts at Arrest All Mimics on the Twitter. Hit me up, arrestallmimics at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, I want to hear what you think about all that. Go back and check out last week's episode with Live Illustration London, too, if you missed it. Really, really, really intriguing, eye-opening stuff about now the importance of social media and live kind of customised human, you know human-centric artworks in high street fashion retailers. It's really, really cool stuff, really ahead of the curve. And those girls are just doing it to a T. So go back and check that out on episode 33. Um, you know, keep the, keep the word going. Do us a favour, drop me a review on iTunes if you get the minute, if you like what, what I'm doing here. Uh, hit us up on the Twitter, like I said before, either at Ben Talon or for the show, at Arrest or Mimix. Um, I'm going to be doing a talk at London Design Festival. Um, on the Sunday of the weekend, I will have to check the dates on that for you, but it's um, that's coming up, so I'll give you more info next week on the show, but you can go and look that up, do some talks with um, Designers Block and with Arts Thread. I think on uh, there's one Friday and there's one Sunday, but I will let you know. One's at the V&A, one's uh, on the South Bank, just by near where the Oxo Tower is. So I'll get you all the information on that. I'm going to be doing a talk about the importance of play. Um, and not letting go of those kind of childhood fun influences when you get into adulthood. You know, so many of us are taught creatively at school, and then we abandon uh, that when we get to uh, when we get to adulthood and think we've got to kind of grow up or divorce ourselves from these things that give us pleasure. And I think it's the opposite. I think it's time to uh, to embrace that more than ever. So I'll keep you updated on that. I will stick that on the Twitter, and I will. Uh, get back to you on next week's show with that got some awesome conversations coming up delighted to uh, to announce that our most popular guest so far miss led is returning to the show she's going to be the first alumni coming back to join us how cool is that so much has happened in between our first conversation uh, i think it was episode four and now we're up to episode 34 i don't know what it'll be when the, by the time she comes out it'll be a few episodes time but She's got some awesome projects coming up. I don't get people back on the show idly, but she's really earned it with the stuff she's done in the meantime since we talked in Brooklyn. So go back and listen to that episode. Uh, it's absolutely amazing work. So thanks as ever, guys, for tuning in. Keep sharing it. Keep spreading the word. I want this thing to get bigger and I want people to learn as much as they can and enjoy the content that I'm putting out there. Um, thanks to my sponsors, as ever, uh, Illustration Limited, Heart Internet. And, of course, Pretty.com for making this free on a weekly basis for all you guys. Uh, and check in next time, Tuesdays, 11am, always. Spread the word, share my link, do us a favour. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. i